So I'll let you continue reading. And the Lord shall uh, shall do unto them as he did to Sihon, Sihon and to Og, kings of the Amorites, and unto the land of them whom he destroyed. And the Lord shall give them up before your face that ye may do unto them according unto all the commandments which I have commanded you. Wow. Yeah, so basically, these are specific situations that, you know, we need to look into our own lives and see what are the specific challenges we faced. It's not about us being complacent anymore because you don't see where these people actually asked for this particular issue, but God gave a promise that was going to liberate them. So now God is bringing a promise to you concerning your specific issue. Mm -hmm. So this is where I want you to look at yourself, acknowledge where you are right now. Mm -hmm. What would you want to do away with? Look at the operations in your life. What no longer serves you? What is it that you no longer want? What is standing in the way of you reaching into what we're talking about? Because this Sihon and this whole situation was the blockage standing in the way of them reaching into their inheritance. So for us right now, as we enter into this new year, we don't need to press in because God has already come before us. But we need to take account of what is happening right now. What is that blockage? Is it complacency? Is it just cowardice or is it shame? Is it people pleasing? Is it unbelief? What is it? Hmm. You know, so this is where if you have notes or if you're able to ponder about these things, I want us to, to take this step as we're about to cross over to see the things that have been in our way. And see God begin to address them one by one. Because God will dispossess that oppressive spirit coming at you right now. He's giving you a promise right now that he is the one who makes a way for you. He creates that path for you. Next verse, please. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God... He it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. At all. Mm. Be strong. I mean, speak for yourself. Yes, be strong and be of good courage because the Lord goes before you. Mm. Like, no matter how threatening that situation looks, I know with is the Omicron now, I mean, that's a scary situation. You know, the way it's moving now, everybody's like, okay, I better watch myself. Like, almost everybody has it now. Not, not everybody, but many people have it now. People are pulling through, but, you know, no matter how, I'm just talking about the spread is so wide that sometimes you might be in a position where you're looking at something in your face like that, that it's so widespread and it seems you can't even escape it and you wonder how that is going to affect you or affect your loved one. Or maybe it's not that. Maybe it's concerning your career. Maybe it's concerning your your family. Maybe it's something you're dealing with right now and you're like, as I'm entering this year, maybe the doctor even said it's going to get worse as you get older. What is that thing? The Lord is saying that you can look that thing in the face and be strong. You can look that situation in the face and be courageous because guess what? He has already crossed over before you and that 
crossing over is not with that thing anymore. It's not with that thing having power over you anymore. Because that thing has taken your possession. It has taken the joy that belongs to you. It has taken the strength that belongs to you. The faith, the vibrance you carry, it has taken, it is a thief. Thank you, Jesus. And so God has gone before you to take back that possession, to take back your joy for, for you. And to utterly destroy that work of darkness against your life. So he goes before you and he will not forsake you. What we have not been taught is that that inheritance is not just sitting there. Somebody has it. Mm. The enemy has got it. You know, you hear all the time of great men of God. You see them moving in the spirit so powerfully. And then what happens? The devil goes and steals something. They fall into fornication mm. or they do something wrong. And then that is totally lost. The body of Christ is so broken the joy and the victory that an entire body of Christ was enjoying because of that person rising up in that way becomes a sham and everybody is just heartbroken and some people break away from the faith and some people's families begin to mock them about Christianity and all of this. It doesn't just go away. Somebody stole it. Yeah. If you once operated in such victory, in such miraculous power, or you had such spiritual authority and you no longer have it, it didn't just go away. Somebody stole it. Uh. What is ours? The goods have been taken away and are in the hands of the wrong people. And that's why the Lord is going before us to dispossess them of those goods so that we can lay hold of it now. Uh. So going through the process, regardless of how we see this enemies. All around us, God is saying, be strong and be courageous. That is what courage is. You look at everything. You see the reality of how evil these things are. And you're not denying that this is a battle. You're not denying that this is a struggle. But you are forging ahead because you know that the victory is already given. You know that the Lord has dispossessed the enemy of your goods so that you can go in and possess it. Uh. Whatever is standing in your way in the physical, you see them as blockages and you know that he that is in you is more powerful. And that's why we need to die of all the blockages. You know, it's no wonder that Paul said in Galatians 2.20, he said, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So all of those fears, all of those troubles, all of those patterns that have operated in our lives all this while, we can't crucify them and move over to the other side, to the life in Christ Jesus that we are called to live now. And that's why I wanted us to use the New King James Version because of the cross, that the cross makes a way for us to cross over to the other side. We allow all those blockages and those things that have defined us. You know, the Lord was showing me, he was saying that, you see, if a very wealthy man, a very influential man is determined to raise his child from when the wife gives birth to the baby, he trains him and mentors him and tells him, you are going to take over all of this, right? Mm -hmm. All my enterprise, you know, 
all these people that work for me will one day work for you. That child grows up with a different mentality. He grows up knowing that nobody can boss him around. He's able to stand before dignitaries. He's able to talk to people of high caliber because his father trained him that way. He's used to it. But can you compare that to somebody who never had any of that? Like they never had a father mentor them. They didn't have a father at all, let alone have an influential father who could move things. Can you imagine a child growing up with no father, no mother, no direction? No guidance. No guidance. This is what the body of Christ is suffering. Many come into this walk with the Lord and are not following the Lord. So there's no guidance. There's no direction. That's relationship that Joshua had within the tabernacle where he was taught of the Lord, where he had intimacy with God is lacking. So we don't know who we are. We don't know what authority we command. We don't know how to stand and say that, no, 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 devil, you can't mess with me like that. I mean, what led me there was this walking into inheritance and allowing the Lord be that guide and that father, the way an influential earthly father who chooses to mentor his child to take over his estate would do for his child. Allowing the Lord become that father that mentors us into taking charge of the inheritance that he has prepared for us. He has dispossessed the enemy of that inheritance so that we can come and take what is rightfully ours. He wants to groom us into it. He wants us to know who we are. He wants us to know what authority we command. He wants us to have an entire mind shift and no longer live like an orphan. No longer live without hope. No longer live not knowing who we are. He wants to begin to frame our identity differently into what it means to walk in the spirit, father to child. I just want to play this just at the beginning, just to hear it and then... Just the words, what it says, so that you know what I'm trying to convey. So if you see the words, he's saying, Father to child, Spirit to Spirit, that's God's Spirit to our Spirit, lighted by your word. With your breath of life. That's how I come alive. That's how I change my world. So I'll pause it there and show you something else. So I saw this girl dancing to this song. And they are, they are, they are little kids. So the words. The, yeah, so cute. So just I just want you to watch it and. That's the song they are singing. Yeah. 
that beautiful? Yeah. Oh, so exactly. They, uh, uh, so my question is, uh, do you think this girl knew those words? She was definitely feeling those words. Exactly. Yes. yes. Wow. When I just watched it, I wrote, I said, destiny speaks no matter where you come from or the circumstances of your upbringing. It speaks regardless of where you have been or the challenges you may face. Close your eyes, worship, and allow God's love reach into every part of your being. Don't care what anyone says. Respond to the voice of the one who sent you here. A star is born when you shut off from outside influences and engage your spirit man in God. Now, beloved, allow the music, the worship, release the sound of your life to us. Come beautify our lives. We are calling on you to recognize you and change our world. Yes, amen. If you saw that previously, you'll be like, oh, you know, that's so cute. But when I went and listened to the song, because you can't hear the words as the kids are singing, you know, I don't even think. You see that everybody else, they were just doing whatever, right? They, the kids just stood, but she closed her eyes and just allowed her spirit soar, spirit to spirit, yes. father to child, yes. spirit to spirit. She closed her eyes throughout and she just allowed herself to be caught up in the spirit, yes. to be mentored by the Lord. And look at that beautiful presentation. I mean, even the kids around were looking at him. I'm like, what if, what if we grew up that way? Just like I talked about, you know, a wealthy, influential man with an enterprise training his child, mentoring his child to take over his estate and to know that he is the master, to know that he has all these people working under him, to know that he has goals to achieve and to be successful, basically. Can you imagine if we were mentored in this way, spirit to spirit, from when we were that little? Who will we become? What will we become? How will we begin to operate? What will scare us? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> because at a point, mm. what is before you, the Lord that is crossing before you is much more real to you than everyone else around. Mm -hmm. And so no matter what hits you, you keep going back to that place and you know something that all the people around you do not know. You're engaging something that everybody else around you does not know, but you cannot fully let them know until they are able to come in and begin to engage the same thing you're engaging because it has to be personal. It has to be experiential. Right. right. And so because Joshua was already operating in this way, he was able to cross over like God. He was able to bring these people to cross over because he had it. He knew it. He was there when everybody else left the camp, when even Moses would leave to go lead, he remained. Why did he remain? I am so excited about my book. Spirit, spirit, spirit. God is amazing. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts, 
and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me 